بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation of Surah Yasin and we have reached verse number 18 قال الله تعالى قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم لئن لن تنتهوا لنرجمنكم وليمسنكم منا عذاب أليم قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم لئن لم تنتهوا لنرجمنكم وليمسنكم منا عذاب أليم There the people of the town said to the messengers For us we see an evil omen from you if you cease not, we will surely stone you, and a painful torment will touch you from us. Here, inna tatayarna, tatayarna, what is the meaning of tatayarna? Meaning, we see an evil omen. And the origin of tatayyur is, it is that it is derived from attayr, from the bird, attayr. Because the people used to see evil omens in the birds, or good omens as well. So they used to send the birds <coughs> and if it, it flies to the right or to the left forward or backward or if it returns or if it goes and never return they will have evil or good omen depending. Then afterwards the thing got worse they began to have bad omen in everything. Bad omen in the seen, in the heard, in time, or place. Sometimes they may have or they may not have Actually, they may have or may not have basis for that. And they may have a basis that's when they were punished for their opposition to the messengers. So they used to consider the punishment due to the evil omen of the messengers. Quote, end of quote. As if they used to say, had it not been for you coming to us, we would have not been punished. So, laying evil omen on the messengers. And sometimes it may have no basis at, at all, as we mentioned earlier, rather just a claim. 
And they may also have evil omen in the sense that what the revelations bring would oppose their lowly desires and therefore they would feel restricted and confined. For example, the messengers would tell them to refrain from worshipping idols. While on the other hand, they love to and they like doing so. And the messengers command them to worship none except the true God, Allah. So they say, well, you, the messengers restricted worship for us. So they consider this as an evil omen. So therefore, At-Tatayyur, we should learn this word. At-Tatayyur. Seeing evil omen in something has three cases or situations. First, Tatayyur. From the angle of restricting their lowly desires. So they consider the Sharia a restriction for that. And this is not applicable to the people of the past only. We have people who are, in our times, feel the same. Also, Tatayyur, from the angle of punishments befalling on them because of their opposition to the messengers. So they will lay this on the messengers. They will say, this is your evil omen. You see the punishment befalling us because of you. The third, a baseless and mere claim without foundation. Why? In order to distort the message of the messengers. So, إِنَّا تَطَيَّرْنَا بِكُمْ لَإِنْ لَمْ تَنْتَهُ لَنَرْجُمَنَّكُمْ So, if you don't cease, meaning they are addressing the messengers and threatening them, If you cease not, we will surely stone you. Narjumannakum. Stoning. 
and from the stoning is the stoning as you know of the adulterer the married stoned to death or a painful torment will touch you from us like beating putting in jail all these are forms of torment so it will be that either we will surely stone you or a painful torment will touch you from us and it could mean both meaning we will stone you and a painful torment will touch us touch you What was the message? What was the response of the messengers? They, the messengers said, Your evil omens be with you. Your evil omens are with you because of their disbelief so this evil omen is upon them it's not from the messengers because if they wished they would have believed and therefore whatever torment or punishment befalling them would have been lifted أَإِن ذُكِّرْتُمْ Do you call it even omen? Because you are admonished? This is admonishing to them, this is statement, as well as a warning and a threat. So, you have evil omen and you threaten us because we admonished you this is a scolding at them بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ مُسْرِفُونَ nay but you are people مُسْرِفُون meaning transgressing the limits and all bounds why? They transgressed all bounds because, number one, they belied the messenger without a proof or evidence, without having a proof or evidence. As we discussed this in the previous verses. Second, they had these evil omens concerning the messengers while in reality the messengers are the place of good of, of good omen 
because in their following there is all goodness. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one free of all imperfection the Most High says in Surah Al-A'raf chapter 7 verse 96 وَلَوْ ولكن كذبوا فأخذناهم بما كانوا يكسبون and if the people of the towns had believed and had taqwa, piety, certainly we should have opened for them blessings from the heaven and the earth but they belied the messengers so we took them with punishment for what they used to earn thirdly that they threatened the messengers to inflict harm upon them if they don't if they cease not in their conveyance of the message so all of this is from israf transgressing all bounds and also it is transgression in itself and this is evident due to number one it's not correct and permissible for the person and logically it's not correct for the person to reject something without a proof Although we know that the messengers without any doubt brought signs and proofs of their truthfulness. And no messenger except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him from the signs that will be a guidance for humanity or for the humans. For the people rather to believe in. And also due to the fact. That they had evil omens. Concerning the messengers. While in reality. The evil is from their deeds. And the third angle is that they threatened the messengers. The benefits of this verse, of these two verses, number one, those who belied the message had evil omen. Concerning the messengers. And this is a futile claim Everyone who belies the messengers takes by it. 
Secondly, those who belied the messengers resort to accusations in order to turn people off and away from the message. Thirdly, these verses make it clear the transgression of these of those who belied the messengers since they resorted to threats and to punishment. Listen to the following verse in Surah Ghafir 40-28 concerning the believer from the people of Firaun which illustrates that those who belong to the messengers resort to all sorts of threats and punishments أَتَقْتُلُونَ رَجُلًا أَنْ يَقُولَ رَبِّيَ اللَّهِ وَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَإِيَّكُوا كَاذِبًا فَعَلَيْهِ كَذِبُهُ وَإِيَّكُوا صَادِقًا يُصِبْكُمْ بَعْضُ الَّذِي يَعِدُكُمْ And a believing man of the Pharaoh's family who hid his faith said would you kill a man because he says, My Lord is Allah, and he has come to you with clear signs and proofs from your Lord. And if he is a liar, upon him will be the sin of his lie. But if he is telling the truth, then some of that calamity wherewith he threatens you will befall on you. And from the benefits of this verse is that Man's evil omen is in his actions, not by way of his call to the truth. This is evident from the saying of the messengers to them, Ta'irukum ma'akum. Your evil omen is with you. And from the benefits of this verse, sins and belying the messengers is a cause for trials and destructions to befall. And this is the way of Allah Azza wa Jal regarding all those who belied the messengers. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inflicts the punishments upon them and try and afflictions so that they may return. And from the benefits of this verse is that those people of the town Kanu Musrifin transgressed all bounds. And we explained the way or the ways through which they did that. And this brings the end of this explanation of these two verses, verses eighteen and nineteen. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu alayhi wa